Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that takes you on a gangster paradise trip to get you some California love and back. Hashtag, Hashtag just saying. Wait. <laughs> I waited for it. Oh, welcome back. I got the idea for the intro from those two songs. Oh. So I heard them both on the same CD I made. Those are two good songs. Yep. Because you're... When you plan on a, a trip, you think of like a pa- paradise place. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, well, good California love. That's on the other side of the country <laughs> for us. It sure is. So take you on a gangster's paradise trip. Grab some California love. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> and bring it back. Oh, we need love over here in Massachusetts. We need love all around the world. Yes, we do. Sean, yes, we do. We do. Mm-hmm. So that's as far as I'm going with that, because we try to stay happy and positive here. So that's why we don't talk about anything that's going on anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, you say? Anywhere mm. in the world or so, anywhere USA. What? I don't know if you want to crack this egg right now, but yeah. what happened? You told me something occurred at your work. <laughs> I love things that happen at work. <laughs> this girl came up to the window. She was looking for a report. That uh, she had like a hit and run done to her car. Okay, we, well, hang on one second for anybody who's joining us for the first time. Welcome. This, <laughs> that that lovely voice you hear is Sean. I am Tara. Sean works at a police station. Yes. So that's what he's talking about. So continue. <laughs> I just want to catch everybody up. That's all you need to know. That's cool. So the girl was, uh, she's in her early twenties. She was looking for a report. She had a hit and run done on the car the other night. Actually, I think it was last night. Did she hit the car or the car hit her? car hit her. Ooh, okay. Now, the incident happened in the Milton side, but she chased the person into um, a Quincy side. Okay. She called uh, 911. Mm-hmm. She said that she talked to a Quincy uh, person in the, um, what? Oh, I'm just getting something. Oh. She talked to a Quincy person? Yeah, up in the uh, communications room. Mm-hmm. And uh, a Quincy officer responded at one point, and she took the, she talked with him for like a half hour, she said. Mm-hmm. But she came to get a re- uh, the report. But since <laughs> the incident happened on the Milton side, oh! we have an incident version because she called in. So we just have a report saying she called, we responded, is pretty much left at that. The incident okay. happened in Milton. They should be dealing with the actual part of the incident uh-huh. and have an f- actual report. Mm-hmm. She, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't want to take this as, okay, that's, an, that's all I got. Okay, then I'll go talk to Milton. No. She wants to be a bitch. She starts copying an attitude. She starts copying an attitude at my coworker. She copped an attitude at a cop? No. Oh. My coworker. Oh, okay. Because we're the front line. That, <laughs> the main line of defense. Yes. And we, we get all the shit. Um, 
So she wouldn't take no for an answer. She's yeah. stuck in an attitude. My coworker's telling her that's all we can give you because the incident happened in, in Milton. You got to talk to the Milton police. She starts going off on, oh, my dad's a Boston police officer, and I want the 911 uh, recording tapes. What? She's one of those kids that likes to use their father's profession to oh. get what she wants. We weren't having any of that. And I'm saying, I don't care what department her father is. She's got to fill out this uh, certain form like everyone else if you want to request a 911 recording tape. What? Look at Sean. I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I hate those type of people that want to say, oh, my dad's a cop. My brother's a cop. My uncle's care. a cop. So who gives a shit? I don't care who you call daddy. <laughs> <laughs> So that's great. She, she was a handful. It sounds it. While my coworker was still dealing dealing with her, I called upstairs to uh, our lieutenant. Mm-hmm. I told him I gave him a heads up that what's going on. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's calling upstairs the communications room from the lobby phone, and uh, the guy she was talking to, I'm friends with up there. I talk to him all the time. He hung, he hung up with her maybe after ten minutes of being on the phone with her. Mm-hmm. When I saw him to tell him what's going on, he said. She's a handful to deal with just over the phone. Because <laughs> I think she's probably using my dad's a cop to them, too. Mm. <clears throat> so, at one point, when she wasn't getting her way, she called my coworker a fucking bitch to her face. Oh! That's but, how you get what you want. Oh, yeah. That and my dad, he's a Boston police officer. Oh. So what? <laughs> She's lucky that all she got was that instant version of the call. But she wouldn't take no for an answer. And you got to fill out a form to see if there's a uh, tape. Mm -hmm. And if there is, and they can record it, there's a $50 charge for it. Now, after my coworker told her this, she calls up daddy. (laughs) He tells her that she shouldn't have to pay any $50 fee. Well, that's our protocol. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If not, bye, Felicia. <laughs> but she was hanging around for, she was in the, the station for like a good half hour, 40 minutes. Ugh. She gave us an attitude. She gave the communications guy an attitude. And when the um, communications guy talked to one of the sergeants, the sergeants went out mm-hmm. and talked to her. At one point, I can hear his voice getting a little stern towards her. Yeah. And then he went to uh, his office. Like he's going to go check for a report or something, or he's going to do something. He just wanted to get away from her. <laughs> I went into his office to give him an update what happened with her and us. Mm-hmm. Once I told him that she called my coworker a bitch to her face, mm-hmm. he was just about to sit down. He stirred right up and say, oh, he did? I mean, she did? Okay. And he went out there, and he, I think he basically told her that she ain't getting what he's going to do. Oh! <laughs> yes! My new hero. <laughs> Awesome. When I talked to uh, the lieutenant that's in charge of my my department, yeah, he said if she starts getting uh, out of hand again, call him, and then he'll come down and he'll deal with her. There's no need to talk to people like that. My no. God. Oh, boy. But that was the big showdown today before the I left. The big showdown? <laughs> Did it, that happened before lunch? No, uh, this happened about... One fifteen, one thirty. Because mm. I worked at lunch yesterday, and I used my lunch hour today. I left at 2. 
Mm-hmm. So this happened all, all just before I left. Thank goodness I was around to see it. <laughs> it's always good when you catch stuff, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I'm we so all, happy. We all hate coming in the next work day and mm-hmm. finding out that we missed some action like that. <laughs> we missed all the action. Oh my gosh. But the biggest part of it that I can't stand is when these people say, "Oh, my dad's a Boston cop, or my bo- my dad's a cop, my cousin's a cop, or whoever, <laughs> my aunt Susie's a cop." I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're a cop, don't mean you get what you want. That can be looked at as a threat. I um, you know what's funny is I watch those like. Uh, those crazy YouTube videos with fights and stuff. Crazy YouTube fights and stuff. So there was an argument in a convenience store. And this guy turns on his cell phone for evidence or whatever. And so the guy starts flipping out. He's like, you can't record me, you can't record me. And he's like, yes, I can, and I'm gonna. Technically, you can. Yeah. So the guy goes, well, you know, my friends are cops, so I'm gonna call them right now. And he's like, call them. Mm-hmm. I would say that too. He's like, apparently something motor vehicle, motor vehicular had happened in the uh, in the parking lot, and it spilled over to inside the store. <laughs> so he's like, call your friends. I'll tell them Let's what a shitty. Let's take this in front of witnesses. Yeah, he's like, call your cop friends. I'll tell them what a shitty driver you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. He's like, they might want to know about you. The guy ended up not even calling his friends. He just walked to his car, pouting. Right. And then he his, knows nothing's going to really happen. And then, happen. of course, his girlfriend's like, leave him alone. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, your boyfriend's shit. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these people that are cops, they don't yeah. really want you going around using that or saying that. I would think not. I wouldn't. It like My brother's on the force. So I'm not, I don't use that when I want to get out of a situation and try to sound like I'm right. Yeah, it's like people use it as a strange sense of entitlement. Yep. And it just... Or like a direct threat. Yeah. There you go. I'm helping. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Helping's fun. Well, it can be. <laughs> Depends. Everybody should help each other. Well, or not. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of not helping going on out there. Yeah. There is. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't paint a pretty picture. <laughs> Not today. Bob Ross can. I saw you got a new blanket. My yeah, my husband. One of the things he got me, um, he got me a Bob Ross throw blanket. I saw that. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, where the hell did you get that? I think he got it at Newberry Comics. I'm not sure. He um, he also got me, which is I laugh every. My husband has never seen Star Wars, doesn't like Star Wars. Oh. And like, doesn't. I mean, I think he knows the basic premise of the movies, but he has no inclination to watch it. And I always laugh when he gets me Star Wars-related things. <laughs> he got me this big uh, BB-8 mug, which I eat soup out of, because it's so huge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't drink coffee. This would be like, Jesus, like a coffee dream. <laughs> so, But it's tall. Bring it to work. But it's tall, so you can like nuke food in it and stuff and it won't like bubble up and overflow over the thing nice so i usually make soup in it and he eats soup soup in a mug (laughs) soup in a mug soup and um soup i like chicken noodle i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i like cheetos so (laughs) he got me this star wars calendar 
and I already brought it to work, so I can't show you. I'm sorry, but long time ago, Joe got me one. And it's um, <laughs> it's Darth Vader, and Luke as a little mm. boy, and it's called Darth Vader and Son. <laughs> and they do. It's like it's like Darth Vader and Luke in father son situations. Like in June, we have Father's Day, mm-hmm. so the photo for June is them fishing. No, Luke had gotten him a tie, and he's holding up, and he's holding up the tie, and he goes, "Thanks a lot, son." And then his thought bubble is, "I really can't wear this." <laughs> <laughs> he can't. No, he can't, and it's funny as hell. I was like, "Oh my but god!" If, he, if his suit was like Rick Moranis's and Spaceballs, <laughs> you can because he wears a black tie. Yes, he does. Knowledge is power. Isn't it, though? <laughs> Isn't it? My goodness. Goodness gracious. Well, sounds like a fun uh, calendar. It was fun. It, well, I Are they trick-or-treating together this month? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, it... See, dresses Darth Vader. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm it's dressed one, like Daddy. It's one of those calendars that, like, um, it officially starts in, like, January, as most calendars do, but... It has September through December of 2017. Nice. But they're like little squares. Aw. And at work, I need to... That's a cheap extension. At, at work, <laughs> I need to make sure I write what days I have off and stuff, so the squares are too small. I'm like, oh. I might well, co- you, you know how to write little. I do know how to write little. I might come up with some <laughs> kind of color coding system where it's like, if it's highlighted in green, it's an off day. <laughs> yes. That's a good idea. <laughs> Something like that. Do like a little color code on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Read the graph. <laughs> Look at the pie chart. You're red, off today. Red would be for those uh, uh, days that you have an appointment that you don't want to go to. Or something bad. Those are most appointments. <laughs> those are most appointments. That would be red. Yeah. Although I, you know, if it's my doctor, I, I like my doctor. I have to go to the back to the goddamn dentist next week, so I'm not <sighs> happy about that. I wouldn't be either. Yeah. I, I postponed the appointment because it happened... Right around the time I had that little highway incident. Highway to hell? Yeah. So it was like I had to use the dentist money as the deductible to fix my car. So One pays for the other. Yeah. So I called up. I was like, oopsie. <laughs> Whoops. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said, I'm not going to be able to pay you, so <laughs> I'm going to have to postpone this appointment indefinitely. Uh, I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> the Hollywood thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, promise yes. you guys we're going to have a big thing. So, it is a big thing. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a big thing. So, we like them big. <laughs> <laughs> if you can handle it. All right. Ba-dum-bum-tsh. So, oh, real quick. <laughs> I haven't seen this week's, so I don't know if you have. So don't don't say anything about it. This week's what? American Horror Story. Have you seen it yet? Yes. I saw last week's this week. <laughs> Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I'm, I'm essentially a week behind. Yep. So I saw last week's this week. If you guys aren't watching this, try to. It's amazing. Yes. Amazing. And I, I already... I already was a, a big Billy Eichner fan anyway. Billy! I am loving him on this. Loving him on this. He is fucking killing it almost literally. 
Yes. <laughs> it's like through the whole thing. And I, I'm still like, so the last episode that I saw was like this flashback episode. And it's like two weeks old. So don't get all upset that I'm spoiling shit for you. <laughs> and I'm not even going to spoil a bunch of stuff. Well, but, th- this is a good time to fast forward or hit stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I'm not even going to spoil anything. It's I'm going to be very nonspecific. So in the episode that I saw, they did all these flashback things. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the night before no the election and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so they kind of like showed like everything kind of was starting to fall into place it's like oh shit that's why he only had one hand that's why this that's why that and it's like oh my god so jay and i were like oh my god and is jay really enjoying this he is nice. oh my god he is so bad and i'm very surprised but he's he's like Billy Eichner's crazy. Said, I know. He's watching that guy you in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really great. And um, what was it? Uh, And because when the show first started, I was having this conflicted thing like, is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? And then the flashback episode, I was like, oh, he's a bad guy. (laughs) Look at him being all crazy. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you go, Billy. Billy, what's his name on the thing? Harrison, I think, or something. We'll right. say Harrison. I don't really pay attention to. <laughs> I just watch what happens. He's like, I don't really pay attention. And then I was like, Oh shit! Those two people knew each other. I thought they didn't know each other, but they did. Oh my! I was just my mind was blown. My mind mm-hmm. was blown. It was like and this we, week's was really good. We actually watched last week's on Tuesday. And then Jay goes, if we stay up another hour and a half, we can watch the the thing live. We can watch the new episode live. And I'm like, no, nah, I got to go to bed. <laughs> can we just watch? <laughs> no, I got to go to bed. Come on. If I'm willing to stay up, you can too. We'll watch it Saturday. He's like, oh. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait but, till Saturday. Yeah, but I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is so good. And he actually, now he's looking back on, like, past seasons and he's like, I kind of want to watch this season and check out this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh you should watch God. the other ones. The other ones are good. He uh, he's he is really interested in the hotel one. That was good. I kind of want to see the asylum one. How that was, that, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh shit. That's Chuck. dark. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Great. The only one that Tab, Tab and I didn't like was when, like two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. You had to deal with like a circus. Uh, I've heard a lot of people didn't like the circus one, but I heard NPH was in it. He was. Yep. <laughs> just uh, IMDb or look up those yeah. uh, episodes mm-hmm. and then just watch the ones with him. That way <laughs> you can enjoy that one. Don't worry about what happened or what's going to happen. Yeah. The only reason why I really enjoyed that season at all is Michael Chiklis was in it. and oh. I'm a huge fan of his. He's lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. He has. I'm like he seems I was, to lose it and then gain it and lose it. Lose but, and gain it. Because at the end of the Shield, yeah, by, by season seven, he was re- really slimmed down. Because mm-hmm. he was kind of a chunky monkey the first season. <laughs> <laughs> the chickless chunky monkey. <laughs> I love it. But if you watched from you know season one to seven, he slims down. He's in good yeah. shape. And after that, I think he did something. And he had to put the weight back on. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. The downfall of working in Hollywood. I, yeah, I expect guess. you to put on weight, take it off, put it on. That's not healthy. I wouldn't assume that it would take be. Take them as is. Take them as is. If you can't take it, chubby. 
that sounded more dirty than I had I had anticipated <laughs> it to, but that's okay. So why not? Well, I mean, I was watching. I I follow him on uh, Instagram, and he had posted up a photo. And I don't know if it was the angle of the photo or just the photo itself, but that, that selfie that makes no, it well, look no, half it, your size. No, it wasn't even a selfie. It was just it was like more like a side thing. And I was like, well, he looks really thin. Go for no, him. Well, not really I'm happy thin. To hear that. Not really thin, but he looked thinner. And I was like, I wonder if he's gonna come back on Gotham at all. I hope so. I don't know what the hell happened to his character. Well, he uh, well he's in the asylum. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the asylum, Sean. <laughs> he's in the asylum. I haven't seen him. No, they haven't shown him in a long time. I didn't see last night's episode, but wait, I was haven't he seen in the him. Asylum? He's supposed to be. I don't well, he, they had him. He was no, wait, fighting. He, yeah, he got out. They got him out. He was fighting. Was he fighting Gordon? He had something in his hand, like a chainsaw hand or something. Yeah. I don't remember what happened to him. All right, so yeah. I don't remember what happened to him. It's, it's, as far as we know, he's free somewhere. <laughs> he's free as a bird. Just <laughs> he's sitting somewhere waiting to be called in to be used. <laughs> I hope so. He was all right. I don't think we've seen the last of him. I know it. He's a killing machine right now. They need Killing him. machine. They need him. Yeah. I don't know how. I've heard the ratings haven't been all that great since they moved I'm actually enjoying Thursday. it more because now I'm actually enjoying Bruce. Really? I like him better now than I ever did in the other seasons. Hmm. Not a whole lot. <laughs> Sean, not a whole lot. Don't quote me on that. Uh... I definitely like him where he's not being whiny. Yep. So that's good. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I guess I, I'm not complaining. The season's been fine. It's been good. It's been entertaining. Um, as usual, Robin Lowe-Tail is killing it. Oh, of course. Um, and Alfred. Yes. <laughs> we need more Alfred. Yeah. I'm actually, um, I'm even enjoying the uh, Selena Kyle... Whatever the hell that girl in leather's name. Uh, she can be petted. She can. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> she. What was that thing when they were up on the roof? Don't you kids go to movies anymore? <laughs> <laughs> like normal kids. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. So, here we go. You ready? So what ready. Gonna, what we're gonna do, right? Is we're gonna we're gonna do a throwback. I guess this, was, this would almost be a version of kicking it old school. Yeah, we didn't get to do it last week. All right, well, this is being a big kicking it old school, right? Extended. Extended. Early. We usually do it in the second half. Yeah, well, we're doing it now. We're doing it now to make up. We're doing it now, now. <laughs> Everything that happens now. This is happening now. now. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to highlight a year for you, okay? Now, this week's year is 1980. All right. If you weren't born, relax, because we'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't born yet, just relax, because you'll learn, and we'll learn together. So, we'll start off with the cost of living in 1980, okay? Yep. So, the average cost of a new home in 1980. Would you like to give give me a number how much you think a new home in 1980 would cost? Average. Brand new. Brand new. Hundred fifty thousand? Oh no, sixty-eight thousand seven hundred dollars. I want a time machine. <laughs> I want a DeLorean right now. That is wow. 
uh, your your Heads average, up. the average uh, rate of a new house, right? Wow. The median price of an existing house, like if you bought a house that was used, <laughs> used used car, used house, I don't know, it would be sixty two thousand. So wow. it'd almost be more economical to buy a new buy house. A new one, yeah. Right. Right. Average rent. Apartment. Yeah. It's been how big it is. I it doesn't say square feet. It just says average rent. Fifty dollars. <laughs> no, but three hundred. Oh. Three hundred dollars a month. Average cost of gasoline. Here we go. It's not as low as you think. I'll tell you that. Dollar twenty-five. Dollar nineteen. You were really close. Ooh. You were really close on that. A brand new Pontiac Firebird. Whoa! Look out, ballers. <laughs> would cost you five thousand nine hundred ninety-two dollars. Wow. A pound of ground beef, because you know, was a dollar thirty-nine. Wow, a pound. A pound. Meanwhile, I'm going to Walmart. I'm getting a pound of beef. <laughs> I'm paying for something. Yep. Okay. A three-piece suit would cost you $89. So you could ball out <laughs> in an $89 suit, throw like a pimp. Throw a $1.19 worth of gas in your new Pontiac Firebird, <laughs> go to your new home. A mag- that sounds great. <laughs> a Magnavox VHS recorder would cost $699. Damn. Yes. So. How much for a basic? <laughs> basic. I just need a basic hi-fi stereo sounding one. Ah, it doesn't Those say. are the ones that I got during the uh, yeah. late 80s, early 90s. But a home movie camera would cost you $1,600. Yeah, I'll bet now that's 5000 something, right? I, I actually, well, I mean, little camcorders. Actually. Camcorders are not as expensive now. I mean, it depends on what kind of quality you get. Good. I'd like to get a couple more for the shoots. <laughs> All right. So events. Here are your events. Your big current events for 1980. There was the start of the Iran-Iraq War. Okay. Mm. That was a, it was a big thing. 1980s. The Iran-Iraq War begins in September of 1980 after Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein ordered his forces to invade western Iran. Fighting during the war continued between the two nations until 1988. That's a long-ass time. Yeah. I actually had no idea it went on that long, and I was alive. <laughs> Slipped right by me. When they signed a ceasefire, a formal peace agreement to officially end the war was not signed until August of 1990. It is estimated over one million people, military members, and civilians lost their lives as a result of the conflict. Boo! Well, yeah, boo on that. <laughs> boo on conflict! Yeah, well, I was younger. I just remember the, the, the Gulf War. Yeah. Being in middle school. Okay. The yellow ribbon. Yep, the yellow ribbon, yeah. Rubik's Cube debuts. And we mentioned the Rubik's Cube recently. Yes, we did. That we either pulled it apart or we just moved the stickers around. Yes! <laughs> Everybody cheated! Yes! Everybody cheated on the on the Rubik's Cube. Nobody was like, I can tell this some bitch in two seconds. Nobody! <laughs> you everybody cheated. Okay. after its introduction in early 1980 the rubik's cube hit stores in may of that year by the following year it was such a huge success causing a worldwide craze uh competitions for who could solve the puzzle the fastest emerged 
mm-hmm. and it still remains a popular toy today. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw anybody with a Rubik's Cube, though? I haven't seen one in a long time. But last time been you and I would time, <laughs> last time. time you and I were doing errands, I did see a Rubik's cube right next to that magic eight ball. Right. In Walmart. Yes. So they still make both. They do still make them. So you can grab one and pretend it's nineteen eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get back in time. time. Okay. CNN launched. Oh, big eight nineteen eighty. <laughs> CNN, the cable news network, began broadcasting on June 1st. The American-based network was headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia, and founded by Ted Turner. It was the first 24-hour news available to cable subscribers in the United States and Canada and has since become available worldwide. The network originally struggled to find success, but by the mid-'80s, it had gained more influence and became well-known for its live coverage of events as they happened, often being the first to broadcast big news events. Now, I am going to take a guess here and say by the mid-80s when it had become successful, it was because they were covering uh, the Iran-Iraq war. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, reporters over there. Yeah. So it was like we were getting live. That was probably the big ratings. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guess right. Yep, the, the president... Was elected Ronald Reagan. The actor? Yes. Who was vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> He's dead. Oh. I know. <laughs> now it's a dated joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I don't care. It's Scott. I know. Okay. On May 18th, Mount St. Helens erupted in Washington and killed 57 people. Well, that's what happens when you get indigestion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's some quick information about the Mount St. Helens eruption. A series of small earthquakes near Mount St. Helens in Washington State began in March of 1980. Earthquakes throughout the month increased the volcanic activity, and near the end of the month, the volcano had its first eruption (laughs) in over 100 years. I am like thinking... First eruption? I am thinking so dirty in my head right now. I'm like, well, when you have it in 100 years, you know, it's going to be a big load. So, <laughs> erroneous as a series of... Watch st- out below! This isn't getting any better for me, by the way. No. As, as a series of steam explosions <laughs> blew a crater into the summit, releasing ash. <laughs> Are you okay? The volcano remained active through most of April, but then ceased activity for a number of days. Volcanic activity began again in May. By the middle of May, on May 18th, the pressure had built. Pressure builds up if you don't release. That's what I'm just saying. Pressure builds, and Mount St. Helens experienced a huge eruption. Boom! Diarrhea. That created avalanches, explosions, large ash clouds. Ash clouds. Uh, mudslides and massive damage. Hey, hey. Diarrhea. Massive damage to the surrounding area. <laughs> if I had known that was going to be like perverted, because well, I that wasn't really perverted. That it was wasn't perverted, but going my, to the bathroom. But my mind made it perverted. That's the problem. <laughs> we made it perverted. That's right. <laughs> we made it dirtier than it is. Yes. Oh. Ooh, oh. Oh. Here's the thing. Oh. Oh. That's right. Oh! What time we got? Okay. So. Jesus, already? 
I know. In 1980, Post-it notes are officially introduced to U.S. stores in April of 1980. Hey! I love. I, I have Post-it notes on my desk. Me I too. have them all over my desk about stupid shit. I, I got, a lot, have I to got a lot of little packets. They were originally market tested under the name Press and Peel. By 1980, interest in the product increased, and they were officially added to st- shelves in stores. Yay! Aww. Nice addition. Huh? Nice addition. Yes. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I have so much more to go. <laughs> I just said nice addition. Oh, okay. Addition. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Ah, uh, so this is good. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, uh, definitely not going to disagree with this. The killer clown, John Wayne Gacy, was sentenced to death for murder of 33 boys and young men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, people say that, like... He liked them male and he liked them young. Oh, ew. That's ew. People, <laughs> but people say that, like, the reason people hate clowns... Is because of him? It's like, because of him. I think it's just because clowns are creepy. Well, yeah. Back then, I didn't know about John, but... Right. The clowns that scared me was like the one in Poltergeist. I knew alive. you were going to say Poltergeist, dude. I knew it. It was clowns like that that I hated. Right. I didn't care about like circus clowns or Ronald McDonald the clown or whatever, but. Right. It was clowns, scary clowns in movies that <laughs> I Pol- hated. Poltergeist was the like a big thing. That yeah. like got me really good. Mm-hmm. It was when it, like, didn't, the, didn't the clown like drag him under the bed or something? Yes. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> no. Yep, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm running out the door, no, get me all back. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah, damn clowns. And I had um, I had like, uh, I had a grandmother who had knitted this. It was white and red clown. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it was, oh man. I never thought it was creepy until I saw Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, the clown's looking at me. <laughs> I don't want the clown to look at me. Even if you try to throw your jacket over him. Mm. Oh, well, after seeing that movie, you'll still be it, thinking the same thing. It was hanging on the back of my, the door of my bedroom. So I, I mean, it wasn't, it was only like yay big. But. He wasn't sitting in a rocking chair? No, no, no. He wasn't that big. <laughs> he was just on, he was like tacked. To the back of my door. Now, here's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like I shared a room with my sister growing up. And, because, you know, uh, and like, she, I'd be like, Kelly, the clown's going to get me. And she's like, just close your eyes. Then you won't see it. It can still see me. <laughs> yes. What's your logic there? If I close my eyes, it can still see me. I just can't watch it watch me. I'd be hoping that it gets her before it gets me. <laughs> to the door she had the Actually. one that was further away so i'm the one who's gonna go first well you know if anybody came through the window they'd step on her head so <laughs> and then i could run so i had that i was right right at the door so i had that going for me which is nice i would have just moved the clown to her side of the room i should have because the <clears throat> parallel because i had the the door that led out into the hall and parallel to you her had the bed, quickest exit i did but parallel <laughs> parallel to her bed she had the closet so i could have put it on the back of the closet well, I, I don't know why I didn't do that. Well, you could open the closet door and just kind of hang it so it's kind of... 
very creepy and let you know her what? deal with it. I, I, that never occurred to me. I was too, I was too pure a soul mm-hmm. to do that kind of thing. But thinking back on it now, it's like, well, I should have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now you think back to the way it was and you just hang on your side. Yeah. You're just picturing him like this and then <laughs> raise the head. <laughs> Put the finger to the lips. <laughs> no! As he pulls a little knife out of his back. All I can think of now is the Simpsons episode where the Krusty doll comes to life <laughs> and wants to kill them all. Yep. <laughs> Gee, where'd they get that idea from? Oh, it was a Twilight Zone episode. Oh. Yeah. I thought they stole it from Poltergeist and mixed it with something else. No, it was a Twilight Zone episode. Um, <clears throat> What was her name? I don't remember the little Susie or Talking Susie or whatever the yeah. hell the doll's name was. It was actually Telly Savalas. Was in that episode. Hmm. And the doll was voiced by June Foray, who actually passed away like a month or so ago. So. Everyone's passing away. Oh, yeah. Ralphie May passed away today. Jeez. Yeah. My husband goes, what did he die of? I'm like, mm. I don't want to be mean, <laughs> but he was a heavy guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that puts a lot of strain on you. But it was actually, he looked it up and it was, um, he died of cardiac arrest related to pneumonia. That's how Heavy D died. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get pneumonia. <laughs> just stay home. <laughs> Take care of yourself. My God, just stay home. Speaking of, unfortunately of, of celebrity deaths, in 1980, John Lennon was shot. Popular musician and former Beatles member John Lennon was shot and killed by obsessed fan Mark David Chapman outside Lennon's apartment in Manhattan during December of 1980 at the age of 40. Wow. That's how old I am. I know it. Lennon, beloved by many around the world for his talent and as an artist and outspoken uh, nature as a public figure, had given an autograph to Chapman earlier in the day and was returning home from a recording studio with his wife Yoko Ono at the time of the attack. And this is how you repay him for an autograph? (laughs) I know, right? Thanks for your autograph. Bam. You shit heel. I got the last one. Ha ha. Oh my God. It's up for auction. No, no, he's in prison. Good. And he's never getting out. Yay! And the days you following bastard. his death, and the days following his death, hundreds of fans gathered outside his apartment building in mourning. They still do that. Imagine. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so here's a quick, quick blurb about technology. <clears throat> you want to know what big technology we were into in 1980? To tell. I shall. The Yay! first. The first available domestic camcorders were available in Japan. Oh, figures. First available fax machines were available in Japan. (laughs) Of course. 30% of U.S. car sales are now imports. In Mexico, first ever natural birth and captivity of a giant panda. That's not where you expect pandas to be born. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Voyager 1 probe sends the first high-resolution images of Saturn back to scientists and confirms the the existence of Janus, the moon of Saturn. Or do you pronounce it Janus? Janus? Like anus. (laughs) Well, we've been dirty already. (laughs) Anus. The release of the Pac-Man arcade game. Yay, I love Pac-Man. Yep. I wish they'd bring the cereal back. Yeah. But I I don't know if... Wait, the, the, yeah, that's General Mills. Mm-hmm. Bring it back, General. Yeah. We already learned about CNN. Digital Equipment this Corporation. Is CNN. 
Yes. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. This is hashtag just saying, people. Digital Equipment Corporation, <clears throat> Intel, and Xerox introduced the first DIX standard in- Ethernet. The first dicks. <laughs> e- Ethernet. <laughs> and, of course, 3M. So, what? here is a list of scandals, deaths, and odd news of 1980. Ooh, I like odd. Okay. Oh, this is this one's kind of graphic. Nice. So hang hang in there with me. Robert Landsberg. Not literally, don't hang. Don't know. Robert Landsberg, while filming Mount St. Helens volcano eruption in 1980, realized he would not survive it. So he he rewound the film back to its case, put his camera in his backpack and laid on top of the backpack to protect the film for future research. Oh. What a hero. That's that's fucked up. <clears throat> yes. I can't even imagine having that feeling being like, well, I'm boned. (laughs) Let me lay on top of this. I'd at least try to save myself somehow. I would try, yes. I would try like hell. I'd rather rather die trying. That actually would be my first priority and not the film. (laughs) But I guess that's why I'm not. It doesn't even say that he's a news person. It just says his name. I want to save the film, put it in the bag, and just toss it somewhere far. (laughs) Throw it beyond the lava. (laughs) Throw it as far as you can. I love you. Okay. This this is fucked up, dude. Listen to this. The declared winner of the 1980 Boston Marathon, Rosie Ruiz, was later stripped of the title after it was discovered she snuck into the race a half mile before the finish line. (laughs) What a douche. (laughs) That sounds like something I would do. (laughs) That's the only way I would cross the finish line on the Boston Marathon. I'd like to see how they found that evidence. I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. The arcade game Pac-Man was originally named... Do you know the original name Pac-Man? No. You don't. It was originally named Puck-Man. Because he looks like a hockey puck? I don't know. But the name was changed, and here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. The name was changed to prevent vandals... <clears throat> From changing the P to an F. To an F. Yeah. Because that's what I would do. <laughs> okay, so Ch- Sean's changing letters and I'm sneaking in marathons. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> After. Oh, I still got to go on eBay and get the cartoon for that. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that since I was little. There's I haven't a, seen it. There's only either. two seasons. Really? I'm surprised it, it lasted short. two seasons. To be honest with you. I loved it. Watch that, and they have the cereal at the same time. That was ballsy. <laughs> you know, all the cereal is is like kicks with marshmallows. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because they were power pellets. Yeah. So after customs found eight ounces of cannabis, I can't believe it actually says cannabis. Cannabis in his luggage. Paul Me. McCartney. Paul McCartney sat in jail for ten days before eventually being released without charges. Because he's a popular singer. That's like going to the Quincy and getting dismissed. I guess. Saddam Hussein donated $450,000 to a church in Detroit, earned himself a key to the city. <laughs> you believe that shit? You're the calmer on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. The Olympic Village used at Lake Placid 1980s Olympics became and is a functioning prison. 
Is it abandoned? <laughs> no, it's a functioning prison. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. Convicted murderer Jack Abbott wrote Norman Mailer about his experiences behind bars. Impressed with the writing, Mailer helped get Abbott's book published and spearheaded Abbott's successful parole in 1980. Six weeks after being released, Abbott stabbed another man to death in New York City. Well, that was worth it. <laughs> I guess parole's off the table. <laughs> I'm guessing he won't get parole a second time around. Do you give a plea of temporary insanity? No, I just went to Quincy Court. <laughs> oh, quick, quick dismissal then. Uh. <laughs> this is this. I don't know this. I I. There's a reference behind this, which makes me laugh at it, but it's actually totally serious. <clears throat> the mother of a nine-week-old child, Azaria Chamberlain, went missing. That went missing in 1980. Insisted that a dingo took her baby. <laughs> Six years after being convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison, the child's jacket was found in a dingo lair. In Ooh. 2012, it was officially ruled that the dingo had taken and killed the child. And so, is this where they get the term, the dingo ate my baby? Yes! On Seinfeld? Yes, and that's all I could think of when I saw that thing. It's like, maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, we didn't even say anything to each other. We knew... Seinfeld. I didn't really like fully, fully read these prior, and we didn't talk about it. So right, we were both thinking Seinfeld. That's right. Okay, so damn good show. It it was yes, no argument over here. Mm -hmm. All agreeing. Saudi flight one sixty three made a successful emergency landing after the plane caught fire, but all three hundred one people on board died because the captain did not immediately order an emergency evacuation. And who made this man a captain? Time out. Okay. <laughs> if the plane had been on fire and it had to land, surely there would have been some smoke. Mm -hmm. How do you stop 301 people from panicking and mob rules? Because if I was on a plane... Mm -hmm. And the plane had, ladies and gentlemen, we have to do an emergency landing. We're on the ground. I want to get off the plane. I want to get off the plane. Right. I'm getting off the plane. Especially if you know there's a fire, but you don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. Your first thought is it might be near the jet fuel. Yes. Big explosion coming. Yes. This is bad times. Mm -hmm. I'm getting off this plane. And you know what? Once you tell me it's safe and I walk around the plane, I will get in the plane. <laughs> but not, not before. I'm not getting on the plane. I'm getting, getting in, in the, the plane. plane. Yes, I'm making a lot of George Collin references, people. <laughs> you are tonight. That's okay, though. Okay, so during... Keep George alive. During the filming of Caligula in Rome, Malcolm McDowell... He's a weird dude. But anyway, Malcolm McDowell took the entire production crew out to dinner to celebrate an English football win against Italy. At the end of the expensive meal, he claimed to not have enough money and stuck the film's choreographer with the bill. What a jerk. Oh, you prick. <laughs> and you know what? Once you got paid from your little movie, why didn't you pay the poor guy back? That's rude. <laughs> Call us, oh, Yes. Okay. A movie called Cannibal Holocaust 
which I don't even... That's an interesting title right there. Mm -hmm. Cannibal Holocaust was a movie made in 1980. It was so graphic and so realistic. The director, Ruggiero Diodato... I think I know the movie. ...was arrested on charges of making a snuff film. (laughs) That's fucked up. I think I've seen that movie. Have you really? Holy yes. crap, that shouldn't surprise me, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> I am I shocked, but not shocked. I think at one time, Tyrone got it. But that also doesn't surprise me. And, and uh, Yeah, I think, he, I think he showed it to me on how graphic it was and everything, and Jesus. That's, it sounds bad if this guy got arrested. And it's one thing to see regular movies with a lot of kills and gores and... Yeah. This is really bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I'm just kind of... He was actually speechless when we watched that. It was that bad. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> uh, okay. Actually, two actually. more... Yeah, actually, two more celebrity deaths happened, aside from um, John Lennon. Uh, drummer John Bonham died of alcohol poisoning. He he was a huge alcoholic. I don't know why I whispered that, like it was a secret. <laughs> but he was. He was a huge alcoholic. Mr. Bonham hit rock bottom. He did. Uh, and Bon Scott, who used to be the original singer of ACDC, uh, died. We the hell? He died. He, he died drunk, choking on his own vomit. That's a lovely way to die. That's why if you're throwing up, you can't be laying on your back. Oh, hell no. You have to lay on your side or on your belly. Okay, so... Da-da-da! Pop culture news! Yay! Yay! Here we go! Pop us! Let's do it! (laughs) Pop us! I'm so bad tonight. That's gross. (laughs) Boom! Popped. Makes, Makes for a good show. In 1980... The comedy Airplane is largely based on 1957 drama Zero Hour. It follows the same plot, uses the same character name for the hero passenger, and parodies numerous scenes using the same dialogue word for word. Wow. Yes. We weren't plagiarizing. (laughs) Not at all. The first rap single to reach number one in the U.S. was Ice Ice Baby in 1990. The first rap single to reach number one in Canada was Rapper's Delight in 1980. Hmm, Sugar Hill Gang. That's right. How did how did that what was that how was that a hit in Canada and not in the US? I don't know. It's weird. It is. Whole Foods was fine. Oh, all you all you uh crunchy people should <laughs> should be happy. Whole Foods was founded in 1980 in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've only been in a Whole Foods once. I don't think I've been in it at all. Oh. I had my sister shop there. She's a big Trader Joe fan too. I don't. I'm, I'm a very. Traitor. I'm very uncomfortable in Trader Joe's. I don't know why. It makes you feel like a traitor. <laughs> no, it's just. I don't know. They wear these like Hawaiian type shirts and everything. Just I don't know. It just looks weird in there. Well, if I was gonna wear a Hawaiian type shirt, I'd rather be at a Weird Al Yankovic concert. <laughs> Not behind the counter at Trader Joe's. No. Yeah. Gloria Gaynor won the Grammy for Best Disco Recording at the 22nd Awards in 1980. Uh, Then the category was discontinued. She was the last person to win. Hmm. She will survive. (laughs) (laughs) I will survive. Okay, the Trix Rabbit. 
Tricks are for kids. The Tricks Rabbit. That poor rabbit. Uh-uh. Save your sympathy, my friend. Ooh. Save your sympathy. The rabbit, the Tricks Rabbit, has actually eaten Twix cereal twice. Once in 1976 and again in 1980. <laughs> so the 80s were a high time if you were the Tricks Rabbit. Absolutely. And that's the last time he had a bowl. That's right. He's still starving because those damn kids. <laughs> They're being rude little kids, not sharing. They were. Just pricks. He's the one on the box. He should have all he wants. <laughs> Sean, if you're on the box, you get the cereal. That's it. You know, these days we're trying to teach kids not to be bullies and stuff. Well, his kids have been bullying this rabbit for years. Bonnie, my pebbles. <laughs> yeah, there's another bully. Mm. You'll like this. Get some more pebbles, you prick. <laughs> you'll, you'll like this. Here we go. James Earl Jones declined to have his name appear on the credits of both Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, 1980, claiming he felt his contribution was not significant enough to warrant a credit. That don't surprise me because watching some documentaries. Yeah. He says that he refers to himself as an observer. Really? He doesn't really feel like he's a character or a real, oh, hmm. like a real part of the movie. Mm-hmm. He is to all of us. He's got the uh, the cool voice for Vader. Yes. Which reminds me, I just recently put a uh, four disc CD set on eBay for the, <laughs> the actual scores of the original Star Wars. If yeah. anyone's interested. There you go. <laughs> My eBay username is Panther112081. There you go. The, the <laughs> CDs are in mint condition, people. <laughs> Sean's hacking his shit. Okay. Just put it up. It's rare. Great condition. All right. <clears throat> Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White was discovered on The Price is Right in Ooh. 1980. She was one of the first four contestants, but never made it onto the stage. Oh. I know. And look at her now. She's still doing Wheel of Fortune. That bitch is still turning letters, man. Oh, she's not turning shit. Oh, I know. She just points and it's like, bing. She touches the wall of each square and the, I, th- I think a CGI thing of uh, yeah. the letters just show up. Oh, like, my oh, God. You got a real hot job. There is this YouTube channel that I watch, right, where they have uh, people from Ireland doing different things. Usually it's eating things from different uh, parts of the world. But occasionally they watch things from different parts of the world. So they had Irish people watch Wheel of Fortune, right? <laughs> so they were watching it, and they got mad into it. They got wicked into it. They were trying to solve the puzzles and stuff. And then one guy looks and goes, why do they need that woman? <laughs> He's like, I realize why she's there, but she doesn't really need to be. I and said, no, she doesn't. Not these days, no. She doesn't need to be there. Oh, she's just there for eye candy. I guess, yeah. If you consider that candy. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> she's got to be, what, like 60? I mean, she still looks she's good. She's got to be at least age. in her 60s, dude. She still looks good, but. Oh, I'm, you know, I hope I look that good at 60. I probably, you know, I, don't, I can't say. Well, I don't know. But anyway. Okay. In 1980, the first one gigabyte hard drive cost $40,000 and weighed over 500 pounds. Damn. Nowadays, it fits in your back pocket. And you can get it for like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much does 1.21 gigawatts weigh? 
<laughs> I actually had to think about that for a minute. I'm like, what? Okay. John Belushi disappeared off the set of the Blues Brothers one night. On a hunch, Dan Aykroyd went to the nearest house with lights on. Belushi, he came in here an hour ago, raided my fridge, and now he's asleep on my couch. <laughs> the confused homeowner would like him gone. <laughs> After he became famous and all that, I'm sure he's like, hey, I guess it was in my house and ate my food. Mm. CNN, okay. So, in 1970, America had over 50,000 pay toilets. I don't want to pay to go. I, I know. What if you don't have any change? <laughs> Listen, some of us have body emergencies. We'd be in deep shit now. Oh, my God, yes. Unless it was like a credit card thing. You just slide your card. But that would be the time that like your card doesn't slide properly. So, you're just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And Denied. And Denied. Fine, I'll go in the bush. <laughs> I'm just pissing on these steps. <laughs> uh, by 1980, there were just about no more pay toilets. Good. So we, you know, it pay didn't cost you anything to go number one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you charge double to go number two. <laughs> okay, this is <laughs> <Say> funny. <your> <laughs> While viewing 1980s film The Blue Lagoon, that's a fucked up movie, <laughs> John Gibbons, a reptile scientist, noticed iguanas in the background with characteristics unseen in documented species. He then traveled to Fiji, tracked and named the Fiji Crested Iguana. He got to track down and name an iguana because he saw it in the background of a movie. <laughs> How often does that happen? Very rare. Hmm. The Roswell UFO incident was almost immediately dismissed and forgotten until the National Enquirer ran a story on it in 1980. Of course. <laughs> okay, so nowadays... The dingo ate my baby. The dingo ate your baby. <laughs> so nowadays, the cost of a Super Bowl ad, right, oh, is like a million dollars. Yeah, at least. At least a million dollars. In 1980, the cost of a Super Bowl ad... Dun, dun, dun... $222,000. To them, that's like pocket change or having <laughs> like $30 in your pocket. Uh, so, okay. So, we talked about the Rubik's Cube. Okay. Yep. Now, the scientist it's states. Annoying piece of. <laughs> <laughs> this scientist states even in a worst case scenario, no Rubik's Cube is farther than 20 moves away from being solved. But it's still faster to peel the stick as yeah. up. <laughs> or break it and put it back. The most popular Christmas gifts of 1980, right? Mm -hmm. Nintendo's Game and Watch, Rubik's Cube, and Magna Doodle. Magna Doodle. Magna Doodle! I haven't heard of that in a long time. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the most popular movies the popular movies of nineteen eighty. Right? Yay! These aren't box office, these were just movies that were very popular. Okay. Okay. Nine to five. Working nine to five. I actually like that movie. Me too. I think it's a good movie. But I got the D V D. I do too. <laughs> Let's be friends. <laughs> Friend book me. Friend book me. 
Airplane. Yes. Which is also a good movie. Any Which Way You Can. Mm-hmm. The Blue Lagoon. Fucked up movie. <laughs> the Blues Brothers. Caddyshack. Which nice. is a good movie. Classic. Cheech and Chong's next movie. Get the weed out. <laughs> Roll them up. Roll them up. The Coal Miner's Daughter. Dressed to Kill. Mm-hmm. Fame. I'm gonna live <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. Flash Gordon. Oh. Flashes. Friday the 13th. Yay. Herbie Goes Bananas. Banana. Banana. The Jazz Singer. <laughs> Little Darlings, which I think was a movie with... Uh, I'm not going to remember her name, so I'll just skip it. Ordinary People. Popeye. <clears throat> Robin Williams. Yes. Yes. Get Absolutely. That too. And the lady from Shining. Um, Shel- um, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. Yeah. She was uh, uh, Olive Oil. She was annoying. <laughs> I didn't say I she... I liked her better on Shining than I did in Popeye. I didn't say she wasn't annoying. I just said, you know. <laughs> Private Benjamin. Private. Seems like old times. Those are actually coincidentally both uh, Goldie Hawn movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shining. Hey! hey! Smokey and the Bandit 2. Stir Crazy, which is one of my favorite <laughs> movies. I fucking love that movie. Oh my god. I love Stir Crazy. <laughs> Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. That was everybody's favorite. Yeah. And Ur- I always love Jedi. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, Jedi. <laughs> And Urban Cowboy, which is with um, Travolta, I believe. Yep. I've never seen it, but yeah. I know of it. So your big blockbuster films, and this is 1 to 10 according to Box Office Return. Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. right? 9 to 5. Stir Crazy, which I'm happy it's at least in the top 5 because it's a great movie. Um, Airplane, any which way you can. Private Benjamin, Cole Myers' daughter, Smokey and the Bandit two, not as good as one, still okay. There's a lot of there's a lot out there that the sequels didn't really. I know. Do as well. I know. Like Elm Street. All the sequels or just? Are you thinking about uh, two? Two. Oh okay. Well. <laughs> you want to renege? <laughs> Here in the U.S., it didn't do that well. Over okay. in like Europe and stuff. Yeah. I've, I've heard Robert Englund says it rocked Europe. Really? That they loved it out there. That surprises me, but I don't know why. A lot of people here are crazy about the second one because they bring Freddy out into the real world. So it's just like he's in the real world. Is that the one with the guy who has a friend from Weird Science? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I get it now. Okay. Everyone's saying it was the gayest Elm Street movie. Uh, because I guess. Mark Patton is well, just kind of coming out of the closet at the time. Yeah. So they thought that they were doing a gay angle with the movie, but they weren't really. I didn't see that. A lot of people saw it that way. Oh. That's actually, Sean was like, I want, you know, there are not many horror movies that I've seen. Sean was Mm -hmm. like, I want to show you this movie. It's actually not really scary. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I watched it. You got to tell her that to get her to watch one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I liked how more dark and evil Freddy was in that one. Yeah. Uh, So we made it to The Blue Lagoon and Blues Brothers. Wow, Blues Brothers was last. I know. Hmm. So, 1980-81, most popular TV. 
Okay. Can you name it? I want you to see, see if you can name at least one. I know you can because you know all of these shows. Bosom Buddies. No. Ugh. Son of a bitch. After I just gave you credit, <laughs> after I give you props and shit. Oh, props. Name one more. Come on. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Just killing time while you drink. <laughs> 80, I don't know. All right. I'll give them to you. Oh. Uh, Number well, one. That was only three. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but you still know all these shows, all right? I know them now. Yes. Number one, Dallas. I should have said that. It popped in my head, but I'm thinking, no, that was probably a couple years later. No. Nope. Number two, Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I didn't think of that because that started in 79. I know, but it was so popular. 60 Minutes, which I actually watch every Sunday with my dad. Mash, mm-hmm. the Love Boat. Mash had um, Harry Morgan. Yes, he did. He sure Ganon did. On Dragnet. Yes, he did. The Love Boat, the which love I was boat. hoping you weren't going to sing that because it gets in my head every <laughs> time I hear it. Um, That's an I can do. You know, fucking. Just off topic, real quick. The damn theme song I had in my head this morning was from One Day at a Time. One day at a time. One da, day at a time. I don't, and I don't know why I haven't seen One Day at a Time in about thirty-four years. <laughs> I don't know why it was in my head. It was a catchy theme, though. Oh, it was, but I didn't want it there. The Jeffersons. <laughs> Moving on, up, Moving on up. to the east side. Uh, Alice. Um, a show called House Calls. Three's Company. <laughs> Call my knock on my door. And Little House on the Prairie. Oh. Yep. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company okay. too. Hang on one second. Okay. So, the number one hits of 1980. Woo! Hits. Hits. Hit us with the hits. Here we go. Hit songs, 1980. Putting on the ring. <laughs> that, that may be on here. I don't know. I think that was more 1983. Ritzy uh, hits just rhymed. That's why oh, I just okay. threw it out there. Taco was the guy's name. Or was it Paco? I can never remember. It was Paco or Taco. Both those things rhyme. And Grande. Yeah. So, Rupert Holmes, Escape, the Pina Colada song. If you like Pina Colada. Rupert Holmes? Yeah, Rupert Holmes. I think he did um, the song that we like on Better Off Dead. Did he? I think. The slow Maybe. one. I forget the name of it already. Okay. K- <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band. Please don't go. No, you can go, Casey. And the- <laughs> I don't like Casey and the Sunshine Band. Get Band. out! Sunshine Band. They can go. <laughs> you can go all day. Get the stepping. Michael Jackson, rock with you. Yay! I have that on my Spotify. That's still a good song. It always will be. Captain and Tennille, do that to me one more time. Please. <laughs> Oh, you can go with Casey and the Sunshine Band. (laughs) (laughs) Queen, Crazy Thing Called Love. Good song. Pink Floyd, Another Brick in the Wall. Blondie, Call Me. Call Me, maybe. (laughs) Your sister knows that song well. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Lip Sync, Funky Town. Take me to Funky Town. 
You always hear that at a wedding. Yeah. Paul McCartney, coming up. I've actually never heard of that song. Billy Joel, it's still rock and roll to me. Olivia Newton-John, Magic. Billy. Christopher Cross, Sailing. Warming up, Chris. Christopher Cross always sounds like he's singing to you as he's driving by in a car. (laughs) (laughs) Has anybody ever noticed that about Christopher Cross? He's a drive-by singer. (laughs) Ready? Once in your life, fighter. (laughs) Seriously. Listen to Arthur. Best that you can do. The, uh, what was it? The Moon in New York City. Listen to that song and tell me it doesn't look like he's running by the mic and just singing. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Sailing. <laughs> yes. I lost my place. I lost my place. <laughs> Diana Ross, Upside Down. Queen, Another One Bites the Dust. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. That's an awesome bass Another one rides the bus. Barbara Streisand, Woman in Love. I don't know. Kenny Rogers, Lady. Lady. And John Lennon, Just Like Starting Over. That's sad. That had to be a hit after he died. Mm -hmm. It was a hit uh, December 27th. It's kind of like how um, a lot of them, when they're alive, they do good sales. But then after they pass away, the sales like double or triple. Yeah. That's sad. And then these days, when you hear about the famous singer passing yeah you go on ebay and all of a sudden their albums are like triple the price now yeah tom petty passed away this week i heard and i'm willing to bet all of his albums have sold out on amazon <laughs> possibly yeah that was you know it was so i was actually i had a conversation about that with somebody the other day because i really in this age of technology right now i'm gonna get a little preachy but that's okay in this age of technology, it's like news news uh, outlets are so, um, they just want to be first, mm-hmm. right, with the news. So oftentimes it's like they take information just to give out information, and it's usually wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, like when the Vegas thing happened, there was a million reports in the beginning, and, you know, half of them ended up being wrong. Um, I remember when the Newton shooting happened um, and they released the shooter's name. They released the wrong name because they were in Idiots. such a because they were in such a hurry to get information out that mm-hmm. they got out wrong information. And this poor guy who actually was the kid's brother Ooh. ended mm-hmm. up being harassed and stuff because they thought that he had done it. Because that's what the news reported. <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute. I was home playing Xbox. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Get your facts right, people. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, case in point, they reported early. Um, it was either Sunday or Monday. Happy days. That Tom Petty had passed. When an actual, like, he didn't pass yet. <laughs> like, he didn't pass until Monday night. Right. But all day Monday, they were like, he's, you know, he's gone. And then they're like, no, wait. <laughs> he's on life support. No, wait. They undid the life support. No, wait. Let me think he's passed away now. No, wait. <laughs> and it's like, why don't you come back to me when you have the information? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I'll accept the information when you're ready. Oh, I'm checking Tom Petty CDs on eBay. Yeah. Surprisingly, a lot of them are under like $15. 
Well, he, I mean, he's been around for a long time. There's one live anthology set that has yeah. nine bids, and it's at $127 right wow. now. Wow. Maybe it's a rare one. I don't know enough about Tom Petty to be able to be like, that's rare. Or, that's a great album. Get it. I I just know his hits. I'm not like a big fan. It's a so. C- CD, DVD, Blu-ray, vinyl set. Oh, wow. That actually sounds like it, that sounds like it would be worth the money if it was like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, right now it's at 130. Wow, get on, get on that stuff if you want it, guys. Almost My everything goodness. else, like now. See, this person's selling Wildflower CD uh, for two dollars and twenty-five cents. Yeah. Not so. to be, not to be morbid or anything, but if you know when ultimately Billy Joel passes away, not only Which won't will be I, for a long time. Not only will I be devastated. Um, but I'm like all set. <laughs> I have all of his stuff. I have bootlegs. I'm good. Yeah, if you want to plan for the future, maybe what mm-hmm. you should do right now is go get a lot of his CDs. I have all his CDs. Yeah, get them oh, again. Get them again. Keep them sealed. Mm-hmm. And then wait. <laughs> then you have a whole collection you can sell and get mad money for. And it. then sit and waiting. Yeah. Well, that was his thing. He a few years ago, he decided like. I don't know, somebody had passed, and he kind of said, well, I don't want, like, all these things coming out after I died. Basically, he did a box set of rare, it was, like, rare uh, recordings of alternate takes on songs, mm-hmm. and even, like, it's it's almost like the beginnings of songs, because there's little snippets, and you can kind of hear another song in there, that like, Coming take a, my door. <laughs> take a, a good example of that would be for the longest time. Everybody knows mm-hmm. for the longest time, right? That act- that song actually started out being a song called Prime of Your Life. And he has like two, maybe a verse and a half of this Prime of Your Life song, but you totally hear the, the longest time in there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's how that song became that song. Oh. Yeah. And there's a ri- his original recording of Only the Good Die Young was reggae. He did a reggae mm-hmm. recording of that song. And Interesting. that's on the box set, too. Like, he said, I want everything to put everything out there so that when I pass, there won't be anything anything to put out. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm dead, it won't get put out. Kind of like how these other, other artists, like Michael Jackson and Prince, yeah. they have, like, so much in the vault. Yeah. Yeah. They recently, after Prince's death, they re-released um, a three three CD set mm-hmm. of uh, the Purple Rain soundtrack. Yeah. They remastered the original. They mm-hmm. another one. They have all these uh, unreleased uh, songs and mixes. Mm-hmm. And then on another one, they had all what would be on the B side of a uh, forty-five back then. Yeah. Or on the uh, singles. And, and like Prince had. Uh, he had that big dispute with his record label, so mm, he Warner was Brothers. yeah. So he was still making music, even though he wasn't recording. I mean, I'm sure mm. that's how he got. He could cut like 40 tracks in one day. Yeah, like that's, that's what he did. That's how he got all that music. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting to see if there's any other uh, Prince albums coming out and like titled "Unreleased" or <laughs> "From the Vault." Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure his estate will. Is that the Michael Pass? They put out a couple of CDs. They did. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the "This Is It" thing, or am no. I thinking of something else? Uh, you're thinking of uh, 
this this is it from the oh, documentary. Okay. But All that, right then. That, that soundtrack was just dull. <laughs> they didn't put any <laughs> versions. That was just dull. <laughs> they didn't put any versions from like the uh, the takes. They just took the the original song mm-hmm. from the older albums and put it on that, and they just added the song um, "This Is It" two versions, which they mm-hmm. sound the same. Huh. But if you're a big Michael it's, fan, you'll still collect it like I did. His um, I, I only know this because I follow somebody who follows her, and they reposted one of her posts on Instagram. But his daughter's like all tattooed and badass. I I guess <laughs> I was like, like I had to stare at him. Like, who is? I didn't know who it was. Like, who is that? I haven't seen the pictures of video of her since her and her brothers, Michael's sons, mm-hmm. did like a, um, a remembrance thing. I think it might have been outside the Chinese theater or somewhere mm-hmm. quite a few years ago. And they all pressed his glove into the cement. Oh, okay. Well, they had it in between like um, Reynolds Wrap or something like that, covering mm-hmm. it, protecting it. But they were all pushing his glove to get the imprint in the cement. Yeah, I don't... She doesn't seem like she wants to have anything to do with that stuff. I think she's just trying to... I think she... I, from what I hear, I think she's like a camera hog these days. Really? So she kind of wants a spotlight on her. I, I don't know what really do is. Do something but. worth the spotlight. That's all Allegedly. I Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. So, like boys to men, we've come to the end of the road. <laughs> I never know how to close it out. I hate closing it out with your hey, thing because, I like that one. um, oh, you can watch the the video of the podcast on YouTube. I think we fixed all the technical difficulties. We should be good for now. Uh, we also have the location videos up there. You can check those out. Yes, you can check out the uh, the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. and that's it. And wherever quality podcasts are heard, heard right there, right there. <laughs> the fuck is here? Here. <laughs> Heard. That's what happens when you just say something too quick. That's fine. Think before you speak, people. Whatever. Okay, so thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Heard. <laughs> him. <laughs> Heard him. Canadian bacon is ham. Mm. Bacon. Mm. Oh, that reminds me. What? Do you hear about Kevin Bacon? No. What? We're done. What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on with Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon wants to play Freddy Krueger in the next Elm Street movie coming out. Oh, are you for or against this? For. Okay, Sean's for it, everybody. He's <laughs> for it. You heard him. And with that, have a good everything. There you go. <laughs> Damn, Bacon. <laughs>